0: Friends and lovers, kisses and hugs, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show!
1: Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show, that's Jen Diz. Today we dive into the retro world of pager codes and a fun guess the quote game while discussing the significance of the numbers one, four, and three. Then we cover what you should be watching on Disney Plus and Hulu right now.
0: but I am always happy to bring up the world of pager code yes
1: <laughs> I think as kids of the 90s at least for you and I we talk about it, anytime we see numbers we can't help but think of what it would be in pager code and Absolutely, especially when we have episode numbers that are just perfect like today which is episode 143
0: that's right. And I don't know about you, but I can still read pager code like a second language. Like it's literally like our own Same. 90s version of hieroglyphics, right? Oh my like,
1: gosh. Yeah, I can.
0: Or mara glyphs, as I... Indiana Jones fans <laughs> would say. Duh. You know, Disneyland.
1: <laughs> pager codes. Okay, so for anyone listening who doesn't even know what we're talking about, because I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, so... what is
0: a pager code, Mike?
1: <laughs> even further, what's a pager?
0: right you know what's even funnier is did you know that on the east coast and there's like a certain divide in the united states that one side called it beepers, beeper yes and the west guys the west coast called it pagers
1: i remember that i i even think like older people tend to tended to call it beepers like doctors for some reason but beeper that's so funny very weird and i worked at a beeper store at a pager store in the mall new park mall it was I don't called. Remember this? Yep. It was called City. Oh my God, I forgot. I think City Link. City Link? Yeah.
0: Oh my God, I do remember this. Yep. Never mind.
1: It was like <laughs> near the food court, I think, and it was across from Orange Julius because I would always go there because there was a, a guy I had a crush on that went to high school with me. Aww. And okay, this is a weird tangent. I used to call call him from the, our store phone. I would call that store yes. phone and like not crank call, but just talk to him as a stranger. Hold on,
0: do I know this person? Right?
1: And he would stay on the line and talk, but I could see him across. That's really creepy now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> it's very, like, stalker creepy. You were in the bushes, <laughs> the bushes if we were in an outdoor scenario. First of all, is this Eddie Peretta?
1: No, his name is Josh. Okay. His name is Josh. I was
0: going to say, because he did work there. <laughs> oh, he did?
1: Oh, my gosh. I think he was probably within that friend group because that's what usually happens, ah, right? okay. They all work together.
0: How funny. Uh,
1: so I worked there at the mall, and the mall is very much a place for teenagers to hang out and they would have a lot of pager stuff in the nineties. So I worked in an actual store, but they had a lot of those booths in the middle of the of the mall where they had so you can get buttons, you could get really cool pager cases for your device. Oh, but
0: I forgot the little button pads. So, yeah. Yep.
1: And I used to have the coolest because I worked there, so I would switch them out. Like I had the glow in the dark buttons. Do you remember? Like that was a cool thing. I sure do. And then you clip I your pager to mine, your like belt or your pocket. It was about the size of what, like a smaller, definitely smaller than a cell phone.
0: Yeah, it's smaller mm, than a playing card. credit card size? Yeah,
1: credit card. I would say it was about that size. Had a clip on it. So it would vibrate when you got a message and it would make a noise if you had it set up and you get to pick your sound. And it had no um, alphanumeric letters, just numbers, at least in our era. They were just numbers. Yes. So you had to use numbers to communicate with each other. And I guess now that I'm, we're saying it out loud, I guess because it was meant for only paging a, a, a phone number and telling someone to call you yeah. back, right? Right. And then if in high school, they said, oh, if you have pagers, you're a drug dealer. We're like, what?
0: Oh, that was if you had two pagers. Two
1: procedures. <laughs> like a burner pager. <laughs> or more. I'm like, no, this is just for hanging out with a friend. Uh, but yeah, it, aside from some of the numbers representing letters there were also numbers that just re- represented like phrases. And somehow you would just know or someone would tell you. Um, so let's talk about some of those. So obviously 143 we mentioned is the number of this episode, 143. But what did 143 mean in pager code?
0: It meant, I love you. Aww. Aww.
1: And do you know why 143?
0: I do. But- and this is always like the, the funniest reasoning behind it. It's just how many letters in each of the words in the phrase. Yep. So I is one, love is four, and you is three. So one, four, three. Very like
1: escape room strategy. Right
0: yeah. yeah. Maybe that's where it all started for me. Da, da,
1: da. Like, I don't think anybody told me that either. I like just, it just came, became obvious when you look at it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're like, oh, of course. Yeah.
0: That's how many letters fit.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so there's more. We have 637, which sometimes would be combined with 143.
0: Yes. 143-637. One, three, three, what does that mean, Mike?
1: That means always and forever.
0: Always and forever.
1: forever. forever. So cute. <laughs> so you do 143-637. To the person you are going steady with in high school or whatever,
0: and then if you wanted to go like real hardcore, you would do one four three six three seven. Actually, I don't know if this would be the same. This might be a different category altogether. Eight two three, which is thinking of you. Oh yeah,
1: I would do eight two three when I'm not committed to the person yet.
0: Yeah, just like oh thinking of you. Just like crush, and you
1: could even send it to friends too, like friends whoever have or they're down, and you're like hey eight two three thinking of you. And that also is. So, always in forever and thinking of you are also the numbers based on how many letters in the word, uh, which is interesting. Now, with pager codes, you also had your own personal pager code. So, you'd put a number at the end of your long message to indicate who it was because you didn't know who was texting or texting. You didn't know who was paging you unless they put a code on. And we all had codes right. that we still use today. Yours was.
0: Mine was 17. And yours was?
1: 25. (laughs) And still to this day, we see those numbers and we just think of each other. You can't help it.
0: Wait, do you know why mine was 17, though?
1: Yours was 17 because I have no idea. Tell me and see if I remember it. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't know that.
0: I think I know why yours was 25, but I'll tell you why mine was 17. And it's a real girl, crazy, for boy kind of thing. So there was a boy. My first, like, real hardcore crush was Jamie Canfield. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't listen to this show. But <laughs> he was my first real hardcore crush, and his baseball jersey was number 17.
1: Wow. I didn't <laughs> know that. That's literally where my pager
0: code came from, that we still use, like you said, to this day. All came from this boy I had the hots for in freshman year of high school. Wow.
1: And he probably doesn't know. if anyone out there is from the Bay and knows Jamie Canfield, <laughs> can you please tell them to listen to episode 143 of the Disney Disneyholic <laughs> show to find out about his mystery crush. <laughs> mystery crush. Mystery crush. Um, that is really speaking good. of
0: creepy though how you said you would call a guy from across the way yeah. I also got Jamie Canfield's number from like 411 or something <laughs> remember you can like, ask for their name yep. and if name they're and... listed
1: it was there yeah, yeah
0: and they would give you a number and I'd call him about school stuff but I just wanted to talk to oh, him oh as you as yourself as me <laughs> I would call him and be like hey so remember that assignment in blah 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 class like... oh my
1: gosh <laughs> that is weird
0: Oh my god what a creep we used to be huh
1: young love
0: okay and yours is 25 and i think it's because of one of your nicknames
1: yes and 25 is a letter some 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 letters had multiple ways to page it but it was also a letter right yes yeah. it was an x it was an x yes so 25 x
0: is when mike was going through his vampire stage in life <laughs>
1: Well, I've gone through vampire stages, mermaid stages, sailor stages, uh, psychic one. I always think I'm psychic. Uh, but yeah, Draven Ecstasy was my Draven poetry Ecstasy. name. So when I would sign oh. the poems, I would write poems in like creative writing class. And I was would like sign your it.
0: interview with the vampire stage. Yes.
1: Interview with the vampire <laughs> movie I was obsessed with. And do you know what other movie which created the name itself?
0: Who? Lost Boys.
1: The Crow with Brandon Lee, the late and great, gorgeous Brandon Lee. Uh, But The Crow, I was like obsessed with that movie and the soundtrack and his name in the movie and the comic book that it's based off of is Eric Draven. Ah, So I took that last name and then I just thought... I just thought the word ecstasy was so cool when we were teenagers, like so dorky now that I think about it. And and there was like the drug ecstasy, so it was, and it just, was like
0: X was, T A C Y. Yeah, it was never just spelled correctly.
1: <laughs> I probably didn't even know how to spell the real one. Um, and then I also yes, I was obsessed with vampires, and a lot of a lot of people were, which is funny because when we got to our like 30s it happened again with twilight and true blood right there was and like this a whole, whole other yeah.
0: realm of vampires yeah
1: because in the 90s when and when we were teens like hot topic was not about like disney it was all about vampires and gothic stuff it was
0: very goth
1: yeah. and you could buy and then those it turned teeth
0: into ravers. Turned to ravers <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you could find the,
1: the sharp, the sharp eye
0: teeth yeah
1: <laughs> so you want to pretend you have real vampire teeth and then they would sell those rings that you could use to poke your wrist to get the blood to come out. So weird.
0: Oh, my God. I did <laughs> and, not know about that one. And I'm sure that there are
1: people who really used it, crazy. like who, right, were into it. I just wanted the the fashion of it
0: all. Oh, my God. That's so funny. What Wait, can time. we give a quick shout out, though, to two of our old school friends yeah. that listen to our show? Shout out to number 77. Who's that?
1: That should be Nicole, right?
0: Nicole. Nicole. And 88 two.
1: Lillian.
0: Shout out. Holler. <laughs> oh, my God. I still remember all of our phone numbers, all of our pager codes, everything from back in the day. Yes. So we had to do it all of the time, right? Like you... Now you just like bark at your phone, call Mike. Or I don't even call people. I'm like text Mike.
1: Right. Text, audio message. And then let's talk about parents, um and my mom texting me 911 so anytime someone oh, texted yeah. you 911 it meant there was an emergency and you had to call them back right away but all of us in the 90s just took advantage of 911 just like i just need you to talk to me now like, like now
0: answer me <laughs> answer me right
1: now and so when you're out late and your mom texts you to call me 911 you know that you're in trouble cuz you're out too yep. late
0: we would also say four one one if we need more information, like oh, instead of a question mark, because there were no question marks.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Four one one. So weird, and then eventually, it quickly it quickly evolved after high school to flip phones, blackberries, and then before we knew it, it became smartphones, and here we are.
0: Oh yeah, and they had the two way pager in the middle there somewhere too. Yeah. Yeah, and there
1: was one. I remember when I still worked at the mall, there, it was so expensive. It was, like, not for us. It was for, like, business people, and it had alphanumeric, but it was really complicated. Like, I think you had Is to it call in. Was it the BlackBerry? It was, it was before that. Oh. It still looked like the pagers we had, but you could get actual letters on it. and oh. But you had to call into a service who would then send that to the person. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. what the heck?
1: Yeah, alphanumeric, but it was yeah, it was it was like out of all of our price ranges as teenagers. It was a whole like premium product for business people. Oh
0: my god, I'm having another memory of something I used to do all the time too. I would use a payphone cuz those were also a thing. If I was like let's say I was at the mall and I needed to get a hold of you, I would call you collect from oh the payphone. Gosh. And then as soon as you answer, you can hear the other person answer and then it goes you're receiving a call from and then it gives you like a two second moment of window to say your name or whatever right but we would always read the number off the payphone and you would know ahead of time so you'd be ready to write it down and then you would call me back on the payphone so it was free
1: yes get that free call (laughs) it was expensive and you had to have like quarters and things to do
0: Yeah, those worst parts like you had to have the right change with you i'm like i don't have 20 cents in my pocket like what's this (laughs) Oh my gosh, so fun! Um, yeah, it's really like weird to go back in time sometimes and just think about how different it is now. Like,
1: we and can literally too fast tell now. everything's our phone so quick.
0: What to write for us? Yeah, but back then we had to make up fake letters out of numbers just to get
1: get (laughs) your point across. And there, by the way, there was only there was a character limit too. This Mm. was pre-Twitter, and the character limit wasn't even as generous as Twitter. I want to say it was like twenty or less. I was going to say twenty.
0: Also, yep. So if we had like a long (laughs) phrase to write, we would have to first of all change that to make it very short, very concise. We were very concise (laughs) with our messaging back then, and we would also just message each other five times back-to-back back if we had more more things to add.
1: Oh, my God. I love it. Get, like,
0: a bunch of text messages. Or, er, yeah, page. Uh, pa- pa- what do you pages? call it? Pages?
1: Pages, no. I guess. Messages. Uh, I guess you I could know. still say a message. Now I don't know what to call it either. Yeah. Um, and some letters take a lot of numbers. So everyone who's listening, use your imagination and look at, think of a regular, like, old-school calculator number, the yeah. way those look. <laughs> yeah. And the number is like 177. You smash it together, and that's the letter M, which is so obvious for us, but most people nowadays just see
0: 177. Right. Just the numbers. 100%. So cute. Good memories. Good memories.
1: Since this is episode 143, I thought it would be fun to play a game where you have to guess where the quote came from, and it's going to be from movies and shows and things from the Disney-verse. So that's wide. That's everything from Star Wars, Marvel, you know, all the good things. Um, and you're going to see if you could guess the quote. And each quote is going to have a theme of love in it because it's a one, four, three. Okay. And that is your challenge today. So guess
0: the I'm... movie.
1: Yeah. Guess where it's from and okay. or who said the quote for bonus points, especially if you're playing okay. along. You could do that too.
0: All right. Here we go. Okay, here we see, go. See, how can I do today?
1: <laughs> let's put on some fun. Yeah! All right. All right, first one is, let's see. I Okay, I was going to try to do the voice, but let's see. <laughs> I never look back, darling. It distracts from me now, but I'll always look back at our love. Okay, maybe scratch the whole accent there. <laughs>
0: Wait, it was literally reminding me so much of somebody and I can't even place it, but oh shoot, who was that?
1: Maybe I'll do it even more. I never look back, darling. It distracts from me now, oh. but I'll always look back at our love.
0: I don't know if this is correct, but it's reminding me so much of someone who really does not like capes. Yes, yes Is it? the Moon. Yes.
1: There you go. Incredible. Oh my Very god, good. I did. I did a pretty good Brad. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think, Brad Bird, the director. I kept doing picturing
0: it like a little bat or something. I'm like, that is not what it is. But then I'm like, oh, I see why I saw that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely little. She's a little one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. How about. Uh, wait, this one's too easy. I have some good. I have a whole list here and I'm trying to find ones that are like a good mix. How about um, this one? Attach... <laughs> I'm not going to do a voice on this one. Thanks. Attachment is forbidden. Possession is forbidden. Compassion, which I would define as unconditional love, is essential to our life.
0: Wow, that's very deep. Passion. Is it from the movie Soul?
1: It is not.
0: Darn. I don't think I, I know will. This
1: one. Let's give you more clues. So this person is actually, this is like this person is debating and arguing about this stuff. So I'm going to add a next sentence to it. So attachment is forbidden. Possession is forbidden. Compassion, which I would define as unconditional love, it's essential to our life. So you might say that we are encouraged to love.
0: Yikes. I have no idea. It's not even like ringing a single bell.
1: I wish I could do his voice. Okay, so how about let you know this is not, it's in the Disney franchise world, but it's not a Disney movie. Um, it is okay. live action. It's one, it's from their other properties.
0: Oh. Is it from Roger Rabbit?
1: It is not. Um, you know who would really get this probably quickly is our friends from Skywalking Through Neverland. I think they would oh, understand. Oh, so.
0: yeah. it's a Star Wars film. Okay. Um, oh, is it Andor?
1: No. All right. Darn, I'll give you I the answer. Know. I thought I did a good job the second time trying to um, impersonate um, Hayden Christensen. Oh,
0: okay. Whining
1: about why Jedis cannot love. He was very mad. Oh, he was, like, yelling I at very Obi-Wan. much
0: have blocked his <laughs> the earlier episodes out of his <laughs> yeah,
1: that's no fair, fair. 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 Uh, Well, I'll do one more then from that era to see if you could see who said it. Okay. My love for you is a puzzle for which I have no answers. (laughs) God, the writing was pretty bad. Was that Queen Amidala? It was. It was Padme (laughs) saying it to Anakin. It's like (laughs) ChatGPT wrote the dialogue for that um, script, for those scripts.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's Uh, a really... Wait, say that one again. My love for you is a puzzle that I do not have the answer for. For which
1: I have no answers. I could picture her like saying it in that. Like, it doesn't even like,
0: sound oh. like nobody says no answers. A puzzle is like, <laughs> I
1: don't Solutions, have all the right? pieces
0: for or the something pieces. you should say, right?
1: <laughs> well, that's why that little creature came in. Try to bite her. Ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's another one. This one's easy. You got to get it quick. Okay. I expect you to get this quick. I love you. I know.
0: Oh, it's Han Solo and Leia.
1: And Leia. Do you know which Star Wars episode that was in, though?
0: I think that was episode number five.
1: Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. I know so much about the quote because it's all on this merch, but I actually really didn't know what movie. Um, Okay, let's try. I can do this all day. Because I have the strength of my love to guide me.
0: Aw. Um... Wait, let's scrap
1: this one. I'm going to scrap this one. Wait. How did you know? (laughs) It really is. It's Steve Rogers from Captain America, the first Avenger, which was the first Captain America movie. I was feeling not confident at this person's list because I was like, I don't really remember that movie. And it sounded too corny, but he was, right? That's one of his big
0: quotes. So I can do this all day, isn't it? I can do this
1: all day. Yeah. I recognized the first part. And then when I added that that second part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But had the word
0: love.
1: I was like, what? Wow. Good job. I guess it has the essence of Captain America. Um.
0: That's probably when they were talking more about his relationship too, right? Wasn't that film? Oh
1: yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Um, all right, how about this one? This is another easy one. Let's do it quickly. I love you, three thousand.
0: Ah, that is Iron Man. Yes. In Endgame.
1: It is Endgame, yeah. Yes! But I, if Kill anyone it. else gets something else, I think he might have said it a couple times. But it, it, here it says Endgame, yeah.
0: I'm gonna knock on wood because I just jinxed myself. <laughs> let's see how we keep doing here
1: <laughs> okay let's do I love <laughs> okay. I love my mom my dad I even love my sister but most of all I love you
0: I love my mom my dad I even love my sister but most of all I love you hmm. okay I don't think that's going to be from Frozen because she didn't fall in love until after her parents were not here. Um, shoot. I'll uh, give
1: you a clue. The, the person or, or who is she, who she's speaking to, is uh, it's not a romantic love either. Okay. I love my mom, my dad. I even love my sister. But most of all, I love you. And then she says the name. So I blanked that out. I love okay, you. maybe I will hmm.
0: stick with Frozen and say it's Anna talking to Olaf.
1: Ooh, Olaf is a good guess because it's it's a it is a character, Disney character, that is not a human. interest. that the person's talking to, yeah, and not a love interest. Uh, let's see, I can give you another clue. Uh, rainbows. Rainbows. Is it well
0: Riley doesn't have a sister, right? Rainbows.
1: Wait, you got it. It's Riley. She does. It's there's Riley? a little. There's a little one. Yeah, Riley from Inside Out, and the oh, full quote. That's the
0: very first thing I thought of too. But I was like, she doesn't have a sister, but maybe she. I does. don't really
1: remember much of the. I only remember the dad because there's a lot of memes about him being like a zaddy. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're <laughs> in that algorithm or that's only mine. There, there's a lot of the of the dad, uh, but it's I love I love my mom, my dad. I even love my sister, but most of all, I love you being bong. Bing bong. Oh. <laughs> Very, very cute. I forgot um, to tell
0: my bing-bong story on the Pride episode. I'll have to tell that some other time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go, bing-bong. Um, this one, I don't trust, this quote, but I want to see if you can guess it anyways. It is, love is the path to the light side of the Force.
0: Um, that is going to be from Frozen. No, I'm just kidding. It's from Star Wars. <laughs> it is probably a quote by Yoda. No, he would say... It is Yoda, is it? and that's that's why I second guessed it. Weird?
1: <laughs> exactly, that's the same reason I second guessed it. But the it says here in parentheses, adapted. So I think whoever did this put it back in order so you oh, can understand. Oh my it.
0: god, how funny! Wait, yeah. say it in the Yoda voice though.
1: Let's see, uh, light side. Let's see, path to the light. Love is for the. T-
2: <laughs> path to the light. <laughs> I can't love- If
1: it's love, is the path to the light side of the force.
0: Love to the path of the light side, it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a hard one. That was a hard one. Um, Okay. Let's see. Oh, this one's sweet. I'm going to keep it with the four so you know where it is. Um, It will be. Oh, wait. This is a good. This was. Okay. My love. You underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, but <laughs> this is not right. Darth Vader would never say "my love."
0: He's like "my right? love." It it's like, wait. Make sense.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't like that one. Okay, let's see. Let me. Get we might need one.
0: some fact checking on future trivia games.
1: Right? <laughs> you have no idea what I'm. Ca- wait. You have no. <laughs> Try to do the accent. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm capable of. And how capable i am of love <laughs> fail you have
0: no fail. idea how cap- what I'm capable of and how capable I am of love, and it sounded again like Edna mode, but it does not sound like an Edna mode quote
1: <laughs> that's I think that's just me trying to do a woman's voice. <laughs> oh. It'll just always sound like Edna Mode. oh, Which just what like Brad Edna bird Mood. is too yeah <laughs>
0: um that sounds like. Something. Oh God, I can't even make a guess. I'm t- trying to think of an older woman that's like conflicted.
1: Oh, uh, I will say she's part of the the Disney Princess lineup.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna say it's. Uh oh, what's her name? Merida.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. Is it? <laughs> Meredith from Braves. So maybe that Scottish accent worked. I don't know if it did.
0: <laughs> Killing it. I love it.
1: Uh, okay, this is a, a pretty good one. Just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved, and it applies to love, too. I don't know what that accent was.
0: Just because something works. Say it again.
1: Yeah. Just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved, It applies to love, too. (laughs) That was a a woman's voice, if you didn't get it. Catch
0: it. I did. Um, (laughs) Shoot. Um, I'm going to say that was Mother Gothel.
1: Ooh, it was not. I'm going to give you a second one, which is from the same movie, a different character. Okay. And then we'll go from there. In my culture... Death is not the end. It is more of a stepping off point, much like love. <laughs> Please, these accents are going to get me uh, fired from everything. We're going like, to get canceled. <laughs> whatever it's called, canceled.
0: <laughs> um.
1: In my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point, much like love. Maybe that was better. <laughs> Shoot.
0: I'm going to say it's from, is it a more recent film?
1: Uh, it is. More, yeah. Yeah.
0: And lots of culture. I feel like, but I don't know. It feels like they're too young. Like I was going to say Moana.
1: Oh, no, that's a good guess though. It's not. Okay. It is uh, from the MCU.
0: Oh, MCU! <laughs> I have no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. I'm gonna try the accent one more time on the first one because it's a different character. Uh, Just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved. It applies to love too. <laughs> someone is screaming out there saying how horrible my accent is. Is that
0: someone are. like Norwegian?
1: No, No. they're from Wakanda. Oh my God. (laughs) I was trying to do, you know, like Animal Kingdom, you know, the voice on the narration and stuff when you go into the Africa place. Trying to. What was that horrible Animal Kingdom advertisement that we talked about before? Oh my God. Natazoo. (laughs) Natazoo. We are Natazoo. Not a zoo, corny. Uh, so the first one was Shuri, she was the one talking about I can see innovating. Some it can be can't be improved applies to love, too. And T'Challa Black Panther himself is the one that said, In my culture, death is not the end, which is interesting because it makes so much sense
0: for the film now.
1: Yeah, the whole (laughs) thing, and And he said that before he died. Yeah, Yeah. wow, powerful. Didn't and probably
0: uh, knew he was like. I guess not. You don't always know. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, he did know he was
1: ill. He was sick at the time. At least, yeah. Yeah. Aw. Okay. I think uh, that is a good one to end it on. It was a nice, meaningful. Aw, that was I didn't one. get it
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I blame me. It was my weird accent that you thought was from <laughs> was Frozen. Like,
0: well, you know it's funny? We heard. Um, oh, I don't remember what we were listening to recently, but there was someone with an accent, and we were trying to figure out the accent. And Jacob thought they were british and i thought they were jamaican so like you can like get oh. two different accents very mixed up very easily yeah and they're all That's influenced crazy. like not all of them but a lot of accents are influenced by each other's culture yes. anyway so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very so i'll
0: give you a pass on that wakanda
1: there we go uh well i love you was the theme of the episode number of today right
0: it was um and with that said like what I want to know from you: What are your thoughts on saying the phrase "I love you," and who do you feel comfortable saying it to?
1: <gasps> wow, We're getting personal um, on
0: today's episode.
1: I I'll <laughs> say it's it's a phrase that's always I was always uncomfortable with it because in my family growing up we didn't say it much. We do now, but it does feel a little bit. Nowadays, when we do it, it feels uh, obligatory. Like it's just, ha- it's part of saying it's goodbye, like saying which is nice and it's great. Yeah, but it's part right. of it. Yeah. Um, but when I'm like dating someone, it takes a really long time for me to say that. And then if someone says it to me first when I'm dating, ooh, that freaks me out. I run. I'm one of the, the guys <laughs> oh, no. I will run. Yeah.
0: Wait, so like when you say a really long time, what do you think that means to you?
1: Um, I would say at least a year. <gasps> ooh, yeah.
0: Okay. How long did you and Jerry take to say it?
1: That's a good question. I want to say it, probably a year. Yeah.
0: And then I'm assuming I, you said it first because you didn't run.
1: Good good point. I think <laughs> I did say it first. Wow. That was brave of me now that I think about it. Because uh, I think we are both the same way, him and I. And then, um, yeah, otherwise I think it, it kind of goes with goodbye, like especially when me and Jerry now like hang up the phone. It's turned into that kind of like, okay, bye. Love you. Love you. Bye.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, but those first few times, that's a big thing. It makes your stomach get butterflies. It's a big deal. Sometimes you'll tell your friends and family, oh, I said I love you to so-and-so. Right. Uh, but what about you? What does that phrase mean to you?
0: Um. So I've gone through a lot of phases with this phrase over the years. I think now it's very – like I hardly ever say it besides to mm. Jacob nowadays. Yeah. I went through – like a 20-year phase in my life, I don't think that's even called a phase anymore, of being like super raver. And we said I love you to literally everybody any chance (laughs) we had. And I kind of miss it, to be honest. I feel it was endearing. It never like, it didn't for me take away from like it being important when it needed to be because there's ways, Mm. there's delivery, right? You can say I love you in so many ways. There's I love you, there's love you. Love you feels different than I love you. Right? Yeah, it just does. I feel
1: like I'll, I'll use "love you" with friends sometimes, okay. like if you're just saying goodbye or something like that. I don't
0: think I. Do we don't say we
1: don't say it that much to each other, uh-uh. do we? Yeah, nope. it's it depends on the friend, and I don't know why. And it doesn't mean it's any degree different of love. It's just like if that's their thing, I'll go with it. I'll go right. along with it if they want to do that. I'll go along with
0: it. Yeah, yeah. And I, for some reason, just nobody does anymore. Really, with my life um oh. even christy shout out to christy she also uh, listens to this show pager code 23 thank you very much oh. <laughs>
1: wait that's a very okay that's a good number let's sidetrack for a second that number was my favorite number before i had the pager code 25 oh. and number 23 was my favorite number not because of michael jordan which and most because people Not think mouse, of mickey
0: mouse or disney company rather oh not, not
1: even because of that <laughs> There was a girl, yes, a girl, that I had a crush on in sixth grade. <laughs> um, and I had a crush on her because she was fabulous. She looked like Vanessa Williams. Oh she was God. like half black and Irish. Gorgeous. She had green eyes. Who's this? And her name is Renee Sisko. Hey, Renee, if you're out there, all the people now are listening to our, our confessions. Oh, my God. I love Um that. And Renee, I went with her to the dance, to the sixth grade dance. And um, I still remember we danced to UB40 from that <laughs> Sliver soundtrack. I can't help. Uh, falling in love. Uh, and I remember thinking the whole thing was so weird. I didn't know how girls dress and I could feel like just her dress look, felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. All the textures, like especially, you know, prom or not prom, but like yeah. dance gowns. They're like crunchy. And I was like, this is gross. Like, I don't want to do any of this. <laughs> Maybe that's the like, gay coming out. But anyways, <laughs> back to the number 23 in sixth grade. We all had our names on the wall. In order, like not in order, but each had a number, and hers was number twenty-three. Renee Cisco, and so I used to love that number
0: too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that number I still think about her every time I see it. Uh, She ended up going to another school, so we didn't go to junior high or high school together. Then we reconnected in high school when I was out. And I was a cheerleader, and we were playing against her team in Livermore, and she was a cheerleader. So we got to reunite as oh, our I own love selves, it. and it was nice. And I've never seen or talked to her again.
0: Oh, <laughs> that was the end of that.
1: But I hope she's thriving. You know, she's amazing, thriving. gorgeous. She's probably gorgeous still. I want to see um, her now. Yeah. I'm
0: very curious. That's very cool.
1: Renee, Renee. Okay, um, so Christy, twenty three, is her pager. Yes.
0: So me and her have been friends for. 20-something, however many years you and I have been friends. Same with her. We've been friends for 20-something years. And I think we used to say it all the time, and then we just don't anymore. Like, there's something that changed in our lives where we are just, like, don't say it anymore. And maybe it's, like, a maturity thing, which sounds sad, but, like, it just kind of was, like, fun and playful when we're younger. And then now it's, like, saved for moments instead. But it was cute. We and her had these, like, really... Serious talks recently, like via voice memo. Thank you very much. Back and forth. Yeah. Don't talk on the phone.
1: (laughs) The new pager.
0: And she goes, uh, 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 uh," like I love you, bro. (laughs) So she bro. (laughs) Yeah. She like changed her whole voice. She goes, I love you, bro. Like she wanted to say it, but it was like awkward (laughs) to say it. And I'm like, see, there's these moments where I notice now that it's changed to where it's not as like fluent to just spout out i love you anymore
1: oh. yeah. has your perspective changed on it like do you now think if people throw it around casually it's
0: uh not at all diminishing it not no. at all okay. um the only reason i think it's changed for me is just everyone around me i feel like if i said it to certain people it would make them super uncomfortable so i think i've just dropped it out <laughs> of my vocabulary just because be like, i, I love don't want to make you. other people uncomfortable but <laughs> I just – I don't mind saying it at all. Um, and yeah. then, again, delivery means a lot, right? Like, if you are having a moment with your significant other and you tell them I love you, that's obviously going to feel different than saying I love you to a friend, right? Like, you can tell the difference unless yeah. you are just completely oblivious. Or
1: if it's somewhere in the middle, it makes everyone uncomfortable. So you and I just went uh, to this company event, and like, <laughs> our, our executive boss – I don't she, I don't even think she was really drinking that much – Uh, she said she hugged me and she's just like I love you and I was so uncomfortable I didn't know what to say (laughs) I didn't know what to respond and I'm pretty sure I was just like I love you too (laughs) which I did not did not want to or mean to say but it came out because I just I don't want to disappoint the person
0: that's hilarious I did not know that happened but it's very cute (laughs) (laughs) awkward awkward um yeah I actually I don't know um I think maybe I haven't said it for so long that now it might feel a little awkward when somebody else says it that I don't know super well. So I'm also probably on board with where you're at.
1: <laughs> so we like, drops okay, on you You're
0: like, oh, what do I do with this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just want to get out of this situation as quick as possible. Do you
0: have any like OCD moments with it where you feel that you have to say it or else something will go wrong? Because I definitely have that.
1: I used to for a while... Uh, usually when, cause Jerry and I travel separately a lot on vacation or for work and we'll FaceTime each other a lot, even just quickly. Like he'll be walking the dogs and just be like, Oh, I just got to tell you that such and such happened. He's like telling me a fun story. And then it's like, okay, I gotta go. Bye. So we stopped saying it every time because it would, I don't know why It just, it's quicker to just be like, okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, but when that happens, it used to freak me out. Yeah, I would either call like, him so back to or finish so it. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to finish it, to but now I'm okay it. with it because it happens so often, uh, but for a while it used to. Does that happen to you?
0: The only time that I do that is when I'm literally on a flight, no other time.
1: Oh. For some reason, every
0: time before takeoff, right when they are telling us to like put our cell phones away... I text Jacob every single time. I said, taking off, I love you. And then if he doesn't text me back fast enough before I have to turn my phone into airplane mode, I get, like, all awkward because I'm like, no, I wanted to say it one last time in case I die on this flight.
1: You'll never know. You
0: could crash and you didn't say it. It happens all the time, though, and I'll turn my phone back on when I get wherever I'm going, and then it just pops up right away, right? Like, he was, like, a minute longer than I needed him to be or whatever, but <laughs> he's not at my I, second call, um... so... <laughs>
1: The only thing I could think of that – the last thing I could think of related to the phrase is with my dad. And I think maybe this is uh, common with guys. I'm not sure. But I didn't – I never really said it to my dad until I was like in my 30s and, and vice versa. And now I say it every time. I'm just like, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And now I'm happy I do it every time because it's usually someone's getting on a flight because we don't live in the same place. Right. And it's for similar reasons. So I'm glad I say it. Thinking about it, I don't think he even says it back. But that's okay. I just say it to him.
0: Hey, he knows it. and Yeah. That's,
1: that's that, you know, he's the just, point of it. That's, that's his vibe, his personality. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was... Sort of a fun one, four, three, couple of love-related segments. Aww. And if you're okay moving to the next segment, Yeah. I thought we could talk about TV. Let's do
0: it. Let's do it. TV, what is going on?
1: That is the sound of Mike TV recommending shows to watch. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> so... Let's find out uh, what you and I are watching. You know, we'll try to stick within Disney Plus and Hulu, which are the Disney things. Uh, But there's just been so much. We've been binging, and people always ask us, what are we watching? So I thought it'd be a good time to talk about what we're watching, but also maybe what to avoid, right?
0: Yes, that would be helpful.
1: (laughs) Um, And when I was thinking of this, I was like, shoot, I couldn't think of much on Disney Plus that we haven't already talked about. So I want to ask you and the listeners out there, are you all watching Disney Plus regularly? Like the way you go straight to Netflix to see what's on or me, I go to YouTube. Does Disney Plus act as that or do you only go on there when there's something to watch? What do you think?
0: I definitely don't go to Disney Plus in that way.
1: <gasps> yeah. I Same. Don't. Same. Um,
0: I feel that they haven't gotten to a level of adult content that I can just put on when I just need something to fill the time or the space. Yeah. Um, I do love having Disney Plus at my fingertips for when I want to, like, put on something Disney-related. Like, straight up, exactly what I always thought I was going to end up using it for is, like, when I feel like getting nostalgic or watching an old Disney movie. It's usually movies, too, which is a bigger commitment, right? So that also yeah. has me turning it on less often. Um but I like having it there for that. And then, of course, like the regular shows that come through, I'll watch them. But that's that's about it.
1: Yeah, same. I really only go on for their originals. It's probably like the, if I even open the app when I'm looking for something to watch, it's probably like the fifth one I open, even after like Peacock. <laughs> Sorry about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's just it's not
1: definitely, like you said there's not enough to just browse. There's,
0: there's not like, mm-hmm. and yeah. the things that I've found that I like on Disney Plus are things like um the like documentaries they have like behind the attraction, the imagineering story, prop culture. Like those are really good, like especially when they're like a series that yeah. you can watch um informational Disney stuff. It's like exactly what I want. If they had more of that, yeah. I'd be on there all the time. I like um, those too.
1: We we had w- at one point said they're like the the polished, exclusive versions of some of the good YouTube fan content. Oh, absolutely! Content. Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, what else? I think I think that's really all I ever do on that that show. I like to find the weird things too, like the weird shorts or the weird um, old live things that they had. Like they had something oh, yeah. I watched recently about the Musketeers at Disney World in like the '60s. It couldn't be the '60s, right?
1: when it opened. It, Disney Plus came in handy during uh, Patreon takeover month. Uh, there was one thing we had to like find movies in the 50s and 60s or something. And it's all That's there. Right. The whole uh, Disney vault that we used to have to wait like 10 years between video re- videotape releases to see like The Little Mermaid or Cinderella. Right. It's all there now. So that is pretty cool. Yeah. I just don't is... use it enough. Exactly. <Yeah>. Uh, so on to the other Disney platform, which is Hulu. Uh, this is a place where I usually browse, uh, but I also have the Hulu Plus Live subscription. So Hulu is usually my f- my first or second app that I open when I'm watching TV, and it's usually going straight to the live TV. It's the only place as a cord cutter that I could watch the news. So I'll go to watch the news live on there um, and other, other events like the Grammys or the Oscars or this past weekend, like the Pride parades were on there. Uh, but then Hulu also does have a lot of really great content and they have stuff that's like on FX and other things. So plenty of stuff to watch on there. Want to ask you first, what are you watching on Hulu?
0: So Hulu is one of those ones I rarely open.
1: Ooh, <laughs> like I, I haven't gone out
0: in so long. I think since you listed your order, I do still have cable. Jacob is a huge sports fan. And if any sports fans are out there. They know that you cannot be a cord cutter if you're a sports fan, like to a certain level because you can't watch local local games unless – I think the way he explained it to me is unless the team is doing well, they aren't going to choose it for like all the networks that they're playing the games on. So you can't see all the games for your local – teams which sucks so we still have cable so that's the first thing i do i browse through a couple channels like forensic files is always a go-to for me and true tv and uh id and what else do i check shark tank i go to a lot um but then after that is straight to netflix for some reason and like Uh i i realize i often can't find anything on netflix and on hbo that's where i usually end up on Mm max
1: Oh, Max now, right? They dropped that HBO. Yeah. Um, That makes sense then. That makes sense that my first thing is Hulu Live because that's the closest thing I have to cable. cable. Yeah. And you still have cable, which is cool. Um, And Hulu also has a lot of the shows that I can't watch because I don't have cable. So anything that comes on free local ABC, for example, also Disney owned, those TV series usually come to... Hulu either the same day or when the season is over. So that's been my way to catch up on shows or watch some of the shows that I loved from before. A couple of them that I want to mention. um, Abbott Elementary is fairly new. And I finally got into it after uh, the cast was just like winning all kinds of awards. So I thought, okay, that looks fun. And it's really funny. I just finished the first season. I think there's three. And you could watch them either on ABC or on Hulu. And have you seen Abbott Elementary? I haven't. It's funny. If you like shows like The Office or Parks and Rec or any of those like workplace, uh, it looks like a reality show, like Modern Family, but it's fictional. Okay. Where there's like cameras and sometimes they talk to the camera. Yeah. To give like testimonials. It's like that. Except it's set at a... It
0: gives me community vibes. Yes. It's very community.
1: community? Yep. See, I haven't seen that one, but I could tell aesthetically it's very community. Um, And it's except at a public school. And it's about like... the drama that teachers have to go through and how they don't have supplies and and all the fun hijinks—it's <laughs> a comedy, uh, but it is it is really good. So I would recommend that. Okay. Um, a show that I keep hearing about that I haven't seen yet that is on my list is Atlanta. Uh, people yes. say that's really good, right? I've have you seen that yet? Too. I
0: haven't. I, I tried, and, and it was ah. it's um, it's very campy, and oh. or I don't know if campy is the right word. It's, it it's, could be because
1: it's an FX show, and FX ten technic, not FX tends to be very campy. Maybe that is. Like it, it, it's been a long time, so I can't really remember how it made
0: me feel, but campy is definitely the first thing that pops into my vocabulary for that show, and I just, like, wasn't vibing with it, so I just didn't try it again, but, like, it didn't look bad. It just looked like I had to be in the right mood to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's those shows oh. where it's just, like— to pay a little more attention than what I was willing to give it at the moment, so I just haven't gotten. Yeah,
1: back. that's kind of me with Andor. I still haven't got past. Oh,
0: my goodness, the,
1: the eye in the even sky!
0: That Patreon topic, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm splitting it
1: into two seasons. The first season is two seasons. We now.
0: need a shame bell. Um,
1: but Atlanta looks really good. It has Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. It's literally the aka only reason I want to watch it,
0: because I just love him so Donald much. Donald Glover, <laughs> yeah. he,
1: was, he was once going to be casted as a live-action Miles Morales. That never happened, but you still got to see him in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse as a cameo. Love
0: And this. as Lando Calrissian.
1: Oh, yeah. He's Lando. There you go. Um, let's see. There's another show that's on my list. It's called The Bear. I haven't seen it yet. I watched just the first episode, I should say. Um, it's about like a cook. He opens up a restaurant. But it's the guy from Shameless, who I really like. He's like one of the older brothers. Do you know, Have you watched Shameless on Showtime? I haven't. Okay. Well, this show is getting good reviews. So I might uh, pick that back up at some point. Um, Fleischman is in trouble. I watched. I binge watched the first season. I don't know if there's going to be more. This is with Claire Danes uh adam brody lizzie kaplan jesse eisenberg did you watch this one Mm-mm. i literally haven't i'm, even I'm heard getting it. a no from you yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um i would say if you want a movie that is going to make you reflect on your life and be very depressed oh that sounds then you should watch literally the show. up my alley <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's really well done but it didn't make me feel good yeah but that means <laughs> the filmmakers were doing what they wanted i guess right that's I usually
0: don't. Those are usually literally my type of movie. I like to like be challenged and not necessarily have a happy ending all the time.
1: Oh my god, you might like it then. Claire Danes (laughs) is such a good. I've always thought she was a great actress, and in this one, it's like one of her finest. Like she just does the best cries. We like to make fun of it sometimes, but she just does the best cries. From Romeo and Juliet, uh, my so-called life, love a Claire Danes moment. It's true. Okay, huge show that's next that. Another one that I have not seen and everyone keeps telling me to watch it. The Handmaid's Tale.
0: Oh. One of Hulu's
1: biggest uh, original series. I
0: forgot that was on Hulu. I keep thinking it's on HBO. Um, yeah. Did you see that one? I watched the first season for sure. I think I got like halfway through the second season and haven't picked it back up yet. But I really like it. get back into
1: it. Yeah, so. I only hear good things and I've seen maybe two episodes at the beginning. It looked really dark and like dystopia like the future a dark future it's actually based on a book called the handmaid's tale in 1985 and they kind of took that as inspiration and it's it looks dark but also it's really addressing real things that could happen right if the country gets darker as we go so that's interesting another show that is it's an fx show but it's on hulu and is a great one to just put on all the time in the background. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. They have all seasons on Hulu now. Oh my gosh. And that just makes me laugh. And it's so inappropriate and politically incorrect, but it's just so good. Do you watch that show?
0: I used to, and I think I watched too much of it all at the same time or something, and then it just started annoying me. <laughs> it's like so over the top. But I like it. I like it. Like there's some episodes I can name right now and I haven't seen it in probably at least five years or something. And it yeah. it was, there's some really funny, really good writing moments in that show. Yeah.
1: There's um, still more seasons. I had thought it was done. And then I went to look at it and it's still, I think it's still going. Wait, what? So like, I thought it was yeah, there's 100% a, done for a long time. <laughs> right? There's what? a few seri- series, there's a few seasons that I haven't even seen yet. Yeah, apparently, I'm just looking here. Uh, season 16 oh, one six. oh my just, god
0: i thought it was done yeah. for a long time it just time.
1: premiered june 7th
0: that's so uh, weird
1: and it claims the name of longest running live action sitcom wow. wow yeah action uh great cast i mean it has uh charlie day he's become real big after that danny devito glenn howerton kate lynn That Um, D,
0: she can fake a dry heave, and it makes me so sick to my stomach.
1: (laughs) D. Uh, How about this one? This one is one of yours up your alley. Only Murders in the Building, another Hulu original.
0: Yeah, I watched. I'm up to date with that one. Um, Been watching it, but it's been a while. I think the second season came out, like, the beginning of the year or something, or last, end of last year. Um, I like it. It's a fun show if you are into true crime at all um and especially podcasting true crime then this show is like really good and as steve martin and martin shorten it like finally get to see them playing a role together right so pretty cool to see them interact uh, like on its own let alone anything else that the show has to do with but it's really fun yeah. i like it it's not like a heavy hitter like it's not going to be in like my top five or anything but it's a fun good watch good time to watch show like you, you won't regret it kind of deal
1: all right. Maybe I'll pick it back up. I watched, I think, the first two episodes and then kind of just trailed off. And what pulled me in was Steve Martin and Martin Short. Like, that, like what a power duo yeah. comedy. Yeah. Prose. Seasoned prose. Uh, not, a hu- not a huge fan of Selima, Selena Gomez as an actor. So okay. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. But I guess she's fine, right? She's yeah, just there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, speaking of true crime, there's another Hulu original. It's a documentary called Stolen Youth. Inside the Ooh. Cult at Sarah Lawrence College. Have you seen that one yet? No. That one's good. There's several out there, documentaries and fan-made ones, or content ones on YouTube about the Sarah Lawrence cult. Uh, but this one is really, really fascinating, the way they put it together.
0: What is it called?
1: So, uh, it's called Stolen <laughs> Youth. Stolen Inside Youth. Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. You know about that story a little bit? Mm, maybe. That one? It's just There's really so weird. Cults. It's like <laughs> <laughs> this person like this older person got the, all of these college kids to become part of his cult and they all ended up like leave, living in his in this small apartment that it wasn't even his like it turned out to be someone else's and he was squatting there and that uh, just goes from there like that's the bait foundation of the, the mm-hmm. story and then just all kinds of weird shit happens within that wow yeah uh it's pretty good uh, there were some shows that we've covered we've covered on the podcast uh, in terms of reviews. One that was more recently that I still do recommend is called Welcome to Chippendales. Uh, this was a Hulu original and it's based this. on that. It was really good and it has Kumal Nanjiani. I really like him as an actor. And uh, the real uh, person who founded the strip club Chippendales was also. Uh, Southeast Southeast Asian and so he was great casting for this does a really good job and it's a good story that I didn't really know about really interesting scandal and it's true and it's how the Chippendales brand not the not the cartoon chipmunks but the male strip club brand how it came (laughs) it's the Hulu version of Chippendale (laughs) it's the Hulu version uh, there's also some really f- great fan-favorite shows on there. Um, Schitt's Creek is on Hulu. You could watch all seasons on there now. It's become picked up by Hulu. I and then um, we also reviewed Pam and Tommy at one point on the show, uh, which is really funny. Very campy also. I was say That one's the,
0: super, super campy, right?
1: Yeah. The, the strange uh, story interpretation of the Pam, Pamela Lee and Tommy Lee's story about how their sex tape got stolen and has some really good points in there throughout the weirdness in the comedy like about how Pamela herself did not authorize that and at the time she was she hated herself because she was being put out on video nude having sex without her permission and yeah. people were just monetizing it and it was such a new thing at the time it was literally a videotape that was stolen from a from a safe Then it was digitized and then put on what was called the World Wide Web. (laughs) You had to go to this (laughs) web page and like buy it. It was really weird. But what a time that was. Seriously. That's crazy. Um, Uh, But yeah, Hulu has a bunch of things. Anything else Hulu-wise that you think people should check out?
0: I don't have any recommendations, unfortunately. Um, I use Hulu for like trash TV and that's about it. (laughs) Like some reality background (laughs) TV. They have all the old, I think that's where I binged, um, if I remember, oh, it might have been Amazon, but I watched during COVID, I lived vicariously through all of the past seasons of The Amazing Race, (laughs) because I couldn't travel, so I traveled through them, and I watched, I'm pretty sure it was Hulu for sure on this one, I watched, like, tons of the old Bachelor seasons after I got into that during covid you're I right. That's all that that's how I season.
1: accessed it too, and you got me into that, and I was able in to Bachelor go back. Bachelor in
0: Paradise, right? All yeah. those shows, Bachelorette, of course.
1: Right.
0: Which starts this week, or will have already started by the time this episode airs. Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. All right. No, um, okay, um, the Bachelorette.
1: Oh, regular. Oh, I like the Paradise ones. I prefer those. Yeah, those are fun. Because I feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I will leave our listeners with just a handful more of uh, worthy shows to call out. Uh, this one I haven't seen in full, but people say it's really good. It's based off of a Taika Waititi movie, What We Do in the Shadows. It's like these vampires who are. Living. <laughs> that's another also, very
0: campy show.
1: <laughs> very campy. Uh, you know what else is campy? American Horror Story, which you can find oh, on Hulu. Oh, that's yeah. good. Though. So you can catch up on all those seasons of American Horror Story. Also, American Crime Stories on there. Also, American Horror Stories Plural, which are the shorts that you could watch. Um some other great standouts Love Victor I've seen that it's the TV spin-off version of the Love Simon movie oh, and this I didn't one know that. stars Michael Cimino yeah super good super cute it's nice that young folks have like rom-coms about high school know, with right? gay leads so that's so cute these two guys uh very good and then there was um Another, I, this is not a true story, I don't think, but it was getting a lot of press for Andrew Garfield's performance. It was called Under the Banner of Heaven, Oh. and it actually seems up your alley. It looks a lot like um, like Seven or something, but I, I just never got around to it.
0: I haven't heard of that one. Oh. I can't believe you haven't mentioned another show that is in its entirety, I believe, on Hulu.
1: Ooh, which one?
0: The Golden Girl. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> classic. That's a good example. You can go back, and there are some of those old shows on there. You know, Mary Tyler Moore is on there as well, so you could watch some of those classics. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Two more that I keep thinking I'm all done, and I'm like, okay, there's more. There's two more that are original. One is called Pen 15. There's only two seasons, and it was written for two seasons it is so good. So if you are a kid from like the 90s, you will love this show. It's these two women, they're their friends in real life, they're great writers, they're comedians, Maya and Anna, and they're like in their 30s, they're adults, but they're playing 13, 14, 15-year-olds. Oh my gosh. And they're in high school and it's going through all the stuff that we've lived through, but they're making sure that we now see it and we're not afraid of it. <laughs> but it's funny. It's a comedy. Uh, Makes you a little bit uncomfortable at times. And what's interesting is the rest of the cast are 13 and 14 year olds. So it's so uncomfortable when you're watching it. Like there's like a scene where like she has a crush on the boy, but he's like a little kid. But the way they do it is like it's part of the humor. It's really funny. And the two the two women in their 30s, they actually look really young. I would say they at least look passable as like 18 or 17.
0: You know, there's this movie Um, out right now with Jennifer Lawrence, and she's supposed to be like. A hired-on girlfriend for this young guy. I don't even know if he's oh. of age. It's very awkward. It makes you feel so uncomfortable just watching the trailer.
1: I saw that trailer. It looks kind of interesting, but yeah, it is a little weird. Like how far she'll go with that. Uh, yeah, was task like all right. Getting...
0: I think that's a kid, but okay, we're just <laughs> doing that now. Like, what
1: um, and then another show. Lena. You know, last weekend was Pride. The last weekend of it was the last weekend of Pride. Last weekend and uh pose the full series of pose is actually on hulu now so if anybody missed that on fx you could watch the whole thing now which is all about the time in like the 80s 90s when uh voguing and the ballroom scene and the drag scene was coming into its own in new york city wait is this a show TV series. Series, okay. Uh, and it's it's so campy that it's cringe at some point, but sometimes, like, Jerry and I were like, we take what we can get. Like, what other show are you going to see where they're showing the drag uh, celebrities of the 80s and, yeah. like, hearing about... The- so you'll take what you can get, and it's actually not a bad show. It, it's won Emmys and stuff. I think... I think what happens is if you're part of the community, it's cringe. But if you're outside of it, it's really oh, good. Oh, okay, That's what interesting. I'm hearing, so. <laughs> it is what it is. And then I want to end this segment with going back to Pen Fifteen because I'm just realizing now. Okay, so I've always known it was called Pen Fifteen. Uh, it's P E N one five. It's penis, and and then they use fifteen as pager code.
0: Just realizing that or are you just matching it with pager codes
1: i'm just putting it together that it goes well with this okay show. okay good like I didn't <laughs> I re- like, yeah. oh and god. it should have ended on that one so pen 15 yeah so they do talk about pager codes and stuff oh my How god funny i kind of want to rewatch it it's so funny yeah,
0: you said it's only two seasons right that's not too yeah bad. it's only two seasons it and whirl. it was made
1: that way so it doesn't just like end. like they really said we only have we only wanted to tell the story of elementary to junior high junior high to high school and then we we're done Okay. and all that's right. what they did yeah so plenty to watch plenty to binge on hulu and i guess maybe try to explore disney plus a little more i don't <laughs> know if that's gonna happen maybe
0: that'll be something it's, i should start yeah. doing because i feel like there's gotta be maybe i mean actually their numbers have been declining a lot so maybe like right yeah, now I, I don't feel there's any reason at all to turn on disney plus there's no show yeah, right when now, there's right? no oh wait a uh,
1: tentpole show right we just
0: got the fury show though
1: Oh, you're right. Uh, I was gonna say Stranger Things. No, what is it called? Are they playing this out for us?
0: Maybe like nobody watched Star, like Andor, or not nobody, but like a lot of people skipped Andor. A lot of people are skipping the Fury. Like, are we just like, oh my God, too much fire hose?
1: It's getting tiresome. I got. I will say, like after I watched The Flash, I was like, okay, is the superhero thing starting to dwindle down? And you know, if it does, it'll come back. Twenty right. years or something, right? Like, just like the vampires that we talked about earlier. Yeah, maybe the uh, vampires it's, need it's, another run through. <laughs> yeah, Valentine. I'm ready for another one. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is if we're getting tired of the MCU or of superheroes. What's interesting is the first episode I've watched of Secret Invasion um, doesn't feel very superhero. It feels a lot more like you know, like the Captain America movies, like okay. spy thriller. And even then. I was kind of like over it <laughs> because there was no superheroes, but I already knew about the scrolls and Nick Fury. And I'm like, okay, move it along. Uh, but I'm going to keep watching it. We'll see how it goes. It's getting good reviews, like people who have got the screeners of the whole series. But I think you're right. I think, I think we're getting oversaturated. We even heard Bob Iger and Kevin Feige say they're going to scale back on the content that they're creating for both Star Wars and Marvel on TV. And so maybe that is a good thing. We'll have to wait longer yeah. for our favorite characters, but yeah, because like uh, when you think also about interest-
0: all the shows coming out and the movies at the same time, there's so much, and we just had yeah. like two years of that back to back, right? Where it's just like
1: yeah, Phew. and then you have those weird studios like uh, Sony who keep putting out Spider-Man movies, and Marvel has to just keep working around it so that it fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that there's they just released a trailer for Craven uh, the Hunter, so that's a Spider-Man villain. Sony's giving him his own movie without Spider-Man, um, similar to what they did with Venom and Morbius
0: and Andor.
1: Oh, <laughs> wait, what about Andor?
0: It's like without any of the the thing oh, that everybody yeah. watches Star Wars for.
1: <laughs> You're right. There's no Jedi, no Force. You're totally right. <laughs> um, but here we go. It all comes together because we learned over the last couple of months that Disney Plus and Hulu are combining. And under the Disney Plus banner, Um, I think. That's the part that's not clear to me. Like which app are we going to gonna actually be like opening for
0: Sure, Disney Plus? are not going to choose plus. someone that doesn't have their name on it. <laughs> and will out. that change everything?
1: <laughs> because earlier I said Hulu uh, was the first or, first I app really I opened. So I, by, um, American, combined, well, so I wonder, after it combines, will I now have so to, easy to, easy to open Disney, Disney Plus? Right. So which then gets and, uh, their numbers up, and maybe that's what are There you go. Full circle
2: Well, we had pager codes. We had love you moments from Disney films and
1: Star Wars and Marvel. And, and we discussed what to start binging on TV in places like life. Hulu and Disney. Plus. What a cool episode.
0: I we did. I'm excited song. to watch. Um, my character is Meg. Thank you all for a listening it's a great to episode it's number solo. 143. I love you all.
2: Let's just say to all our
0: listeners, let's you. Same we love you and love you. Um, and <laughs> i no, of little the the Disney girl, so show. I never get Follow to sing this on song social media at the
1: Disney and if
0: you'd if like you to stay. get in touch with us, send us a DM <laughs> on Instagram, and, Instagram. and or contact <laughs> us at <the> Disneyholics.com. <laughs> <to be
2: done. laughs> he's a professor right here at Millier College. I have known him for years and years and years now. Um, I've always thought he was very nice, but then today, working with the students, I realized that he's a bit of an ass. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you what, there was a kid today, um, and I was asking him his last name because I'm going to introduce him later And he tell- and Steve tells me his last name and then the kid tells me his last name and it's not what Steve said And- and the student said to Steven, um, yeah, you've been saying my name wrong for- for three and a half years (laughs) They are that scared of you? That's ridiculous Oh my gosh, okay, so Back to the story at hand. Um, So my character Meg had this song, and Steve won't sing it because he's, you know, redonkulous, and and so tonight um, I can finally afford to have the muses uh, because they're not making anything. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage some very talented ladies right here, from right here at Whittier College. techies, but I love them. They're so good. Hi, ladies. All right, here's a little tune about love. If there's a prize for judgment, I guess I've already won that. No, man is worth the aggravation. It's ancient history, been there, done that.
1: Disneyland